trashy letters you get from the average Radio 1 listener, ESN. Dear Mr Smith, I suffer from daily sex. Yours sincerely, Mr... Suffer from daily sex? Doesn't sound too daunting. Suffer from... Da- oh, I see. He suffers from dyslexia. <laughs> it's an anagram of the words daily sex. Listen, anagram... D- daily sex, dyslex... End of labour joke. Go on to the next one. What's this one? Dear Mr Lewis... Dr. Dreyfus is the only decent thing on your programme. Why don't you start with him for a change? Well, the answer is no. Under no circumstances, I decide what goes on in this show. Just listen and shut your mouth, a lot of you. Now I'm off to me luxury York penthouse flat. Oh, it's, it's Mr. Dreyfus. Hello, Mr. Dreyfus. Dr. Dreyfus. Oh, in the corridor, I meet my neighbour, Dr. Dreyfus, Britain's only Jewish one-fingered gynaecologist. He was formerly editor of Who's Who, but was sacked for tampering with Her Majesty's entry. Now a typical obstetrician, he's watching television by peering through his letterbox sideways. You know what I mean. We make the usual small talk whether or not women with an enlarged bulby vestibule are susceptible to labial infection, which could spread to the vesico-uterine pouch. Ask me what sort of day I've had. What sort of day have you had? Don't ask. Have I suffered? <laughs> Have I suffered? Have you suffered? No, but oh. last night, then I suffered. Oh. I was in my bar. Yeah, why This boy, I met such a schnook already. Oh, well, why don't you have a flashback, Dr. Dreyfus? I want kosher flashback. Don't give me no schlockhouse flashback. No, no, it's a kosher, kosher. flashback. It's kosher. Kosher flashback. It's a kosher flashback. <laughs> One, two, thank you. Thank you very much indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's great being back in your wonderful golden screen. <laughs> this next one is for Mr. Dreyfus. Dr. Dreyfus, doctor. Sorry, for Dr. Dreyfus, just for you. Schmuck. <laughs> another scotch bomb. Right, sir. Salat with the crying and the tears. It doesn't matter. Another scotch, please. I don't disbelieve. Matter. You cry over some shikta, maybe? It doesn't matter. You wouldn't understand. Tell me what with tears and crying is. <laughs> So I sit with this goyim while he cries. Yeah. Don't give me none of these cries. Yeah. Tears, I have so many tears to my eyebrows. Oh, dear. Two hours later. Two hours later. Two hours later? So will you please stop crying? <laughs> Another scotch, please. I think you've ended off, sir. Unless you tell us what's wrong, I'll have to ask you to leave. So tell. Well, the truth is, I'm a composer and nobody wants my music. A composer, he yeah. says, and nobody wants his music. He yeah. says, listen, I have a small publishing business. You go play piano, let me judge. You'll you just reject it like the rest of them. They always do. They always... So you want to be a schlum for the rest of your life? Go play. Oh, all right, then. All right. Tell, stop. Stop you. Let him play. So he played. And was he good? Was he good? Yeah. Was he good? The best, I tell you. When he finished, you could hear a pin drop. Then the applause. Wonderful. You are a genius already. You need a publisher? Me, Dr. Dreyfus, I will publish your music. That's what they all say, but you'll reject me like the rest. You'll reject... Don't give me a reject. Schmeject reject. I will publish. So what do you call this masterpiece? It's a little number I wrote called I love her so f***ing much I can't shit. Oy they. What? 
can have words like that on my show. I have an artistic license. Oh, yes, I'd, oh, no, it's the filth. I'd better pull over. Oh, my God. Pull over. Come on. I can have words like that on my show. I have yeah, an artistic license. All of that. Listen, let's have a look at your artistic license, sir. Can I? Oh, here it is. Officer. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. You've what? got an endorsement. This artistic license only covers classes B and C. You realise you're not entitled to any obscenity, only light filth. That's jokes about ladies' front bottoms and disabled members of the royal family, unless you have a sidecar, in which case you can make penis jokes of up to any size, sir. Goodness, officer, you're going through that licence with a fine-tooth comb, if you don't mind me yeah, saying so. It's a silly habit of mine, combing my teeth. A bit Victorian, a bit alienly retentive, I suppose. Incidentally, officer, forgive me for making so bold, but why are you wearing that rather loud black-and-white pattern suit? Oh, oh, it's just a routine check, sir. Go wah-wah. <laughs> Thank you. Now I'd like to smash you in the fact... After my brief running with Her Majesty's filth, I decided to go back to my luxury penthouse flat and open my wardrobe. <laughs> Great, Timothy, everybody. It's the well-known late-night television artiste, James Whale. Thank you, thank you. It's great being back here in your wonderful wardrobe. Do you mind if I get in and join you? Is that all right? I didn't realise I was... What are you doing? I'm just getting in and joining you. Okay, right. (laughs) Are you in? Uh, pardon? Okay. Ooh, I'm in. Shall I do the joke now, or...? Oh, your toes are moving up. Oh, <laughs> you've got your tights on. <laughs> Thank you. Do it again. It's great being back here, Victor, in your wonderful wardrobe. Do you mind if I get in and join you? I didn't realise I was coming apart. <laughs> but seriously, what are these big round things dangling from your coat hanger? They're mothballs. Well, if they're mothballs, you must get some bloody big moths in Yorkshire. <laughs> You read my jokes superbly, James, but tell me, James, apart from slowing the pace of my show down, what are you doing in my wardrobe exactly at all, in all sincerity? Well, I've been going through your trousers. Oh, lovely. And I have to say, the contents of your pockets are pretty unsavoury. Happen. See if you can remember all of these things. Oh, it's like a game, is it? That's right. Cue generation game music. A pair of stylish gentlemen's rubber underwear for the doubly incontinent. A leaflet entitled Repatriation Now. Two tubes of ointment, some sacking containing a shrunken skull marked a present from the Philippines, a monocle, a hangman's noose, two dozen sachets of lemsip, a copy of Goat Farmer's Monthly, a black balaclava helmet, a sawn-off shotgun, five books of green shield stamps, some white powder in a plastic bag, a box of indoor fireworks, a set of eye shields with... Radio One. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to sing that. Radio One. I can't seem to control myself. I just get Radio One. I'm not well. I'd better call a doctor. 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 Do I have to have a drip up my nose? I'm afraid so. That's right. Is it bad, doctor? I'm afraid you have jingles. A bad attack of the jingles. Oh, I wonder why I was modulating all over the place. Now I know. Well, I remember you. Weren't you here a couple of weeks ago at all? That's right. I came in here to have my links removed. Oh, well, don't worry. There's nothing to worry about. You don't have enough culture. That's your problem. Go to a few dinner parties. Keep your bowels open. That's what you've got. Thank you very much. You're welcome. I'm sorry. Lovely. Have another glass of New York and do It's so nice to have live music, isn't it? Yes, Edward Heath is playing superbly tonight, isn't yeah, he? Yes, he is, and it's yes, so nice yes, to mix yes, with civilised yes. people for the weekend. I can't stand those Ready One types. They're a bunch of yobbos, <laughs> they are. <laughs> Forgive me. Could you tell me where the lavatory is, please? Um, it's third left. Thank you. Anyway, I was saying to him, yes. are you gay? Yes. It's all yes. God. I yes. said, no, yes. Oh, that's better. All those women who say men don't know about the pain of childbirth never spend a week on a high-fibre diet. Oh, my God. Oh, God. 
down there in the water. It hasn't flushed away. Hello. All right, are you, darling? Who are you? I'm your Ted. Oh all right. God, How no. are you? All right. Please go, please. No, I'm not please. going. It is one of the immutable laws of the universe that when you stay with posh people for the weekend, then and only then do your turds refuse to flush away. This one with a piece of sweet corn on end that looks like an eye staring up at me is here to stay. Please go. No. My host will discover you. No, please go. No, I can stay corn up here in the bowl for days, weeks, months, even years. People will be using this toilet. They'll all know you're to blame. It's no use trying to flush me away. I've called myself around the bowl four times. I'll tell you what, let's swap places. Oh, no. I'll join the dinner party oh, and go no. down the lab. All right? It's still not flushed away. All yeah. right, fair deal, Mr. Jobby. Yeah. Have a good dinner party. Oh. Pull the chain. I'll go down the system. I'm off. Anyway, you'll like the food. It's shit. Oh, lovely. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. I'm sucked out of the bowl and found myself floating along the sewers of Great Britain, wondering how I'm going to get back to my luxury orc penthouse flat. Suddenly, I remember that since I am now a complete and utter turd, I must be carrying a portable cell net phone. Quick as a flash, I dial my concierge, Mrs. Tripley, and ask her to unflush the lavatory, thus sucking me through our U-bend. Oh, it's nice to be back. I tell you, Mrs. Tripley, it's nice to be back in the north, even though I've got me head stuck out of a bog hole. I remove the sunny love crystals from my hair and back in our sitting room notice that Mrs. Tribbley is about to put on a new age record. I find myself transported by the ravishing sounds and, like my turd in the last scene but one, have an out-of-body experience. Peace. I think I'm leaving my body. Love. Crystals. Laid back. Cosmic. Ponytail. Effing A. Harmony. Deep. New I love this new age music, Mrs. T. It's so sincere, so beautiful. This one says on the sleeve, Music and peace and love to all mankind. Peace, ponytails and crystals and never hurt anything. Oh, then it says in smaller print below, This cassette is copyright New Age Harmony Limited. Any unauthorised reproduction is a violation of applicable laws and will result in prosecution with maximum legal retribution. Oh, how spiritual, Mrs. Tribby. And thank the Lord, these ponytail-wearing new men don't just do it so they can screw gullible chicks. Dear me, no, no. Dear me, no. <laughs> Meanwhile, back in the serene and peaceful New Age studio at the end of a take. Who cocked it up? I did. So what? It's all too beautiful. Spiritually replete, Mrs. Tribbley informs me that she's been decorating our flat while I've been away. She asked me to give my overall impression. Quick as a flash, I make myself turn into a brown overall. My overall impression is the best impression I do. Little foldy bits at the back for tying around the waist, a loopy bit at the top for putting your head through. Later, I'll catch up with friends. Hello, Ron. Hello, Ron. I do not take crack, and I don't need to with that hail and pace. They're a laugh, the way they keep saying, Ron, how do they think of it each week? <laughs> I do not take crack, nor do I need to. For maximum pleasure and enjoyment, I have only to turn on hail and pace, an act unique in British comedy in that it features a double act with two straight men. Like banging a tin tray over your head for 30 minutes, the maximum pleasure comes when it is over. <laughs> stop, 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 crack. Oh, right, I'm ready for bed, but I can't sleep until I've checked the fridge light goes out when I close the door. I must check the fridge light. I must. Don't try to stop me, Mrs. Tribbley. Don't. Don't try to stop me. Don't. Obsessive? Don't. Let me explain in Barclayan terms. 
As the philosopher and noted film choreographer Bishop Busby Barclay stated, objects exist only when we perceive them. Ipso facto, how can we know when we close the fridge door that the light has gone out? To that end, I have invented a patent chirophilic periscope which fits to the back of my fridge. This enabled me to check that the interior is indeed in utter darkness and thereby guaranteeing me a full and untroubled night's sleep without bedwetting. Okay, Mrs. Tribbly, periscope up. Yes, as I suspected, the light is out, Mrs. Tribbly, the light is out. I will sleep soundly tonight, but look, there are six pairs of eyes staring at me. Six pairs of eyes, six pairs of eyes, six pa- I know who they are. It's, t- it's take six, the singing gentleman who live opposite Dr. Dreyfus. Yes, talented as they are, it must be said that these boys, take six as they call themselves, are hams. Even though this is radio, watch what happens now when Mr. Lewis Hyphen opens his fridge door. Yes, light will come on, and like all artists, when a light shines on them, they break into their routine. Watch now, watch. I'll open the door, ready? Three, two, one. Hi, boys. Hey. Hey. You want a song, man? Yeah, okay. I would, I would say no to a song if you insist. Okay, which song do <laughs> you want, man? Um, what about, um, oh, it's written here on this piece of paper. How about Goldmine? Okay, Goldmine it is. Okay, take it away. Stop. 
doorkeeper's lot. Never thought I would ever chance upon a love I could hold on to. I never thought I would ever spot a ray of hope in the residue. I never thought I would ever find another prospect to interview. But this time I found a gold mine in you. I have to admit, I never... Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Do not show appreciation. I do not much care for your so-called caring, intelligent God. Tell me this. If there is an omniscient creator with a bit of noose in the universe, then why are the stones in avocados eight sizes too big? See, you can't answer that, can you? Go on, back in the fridge. Go on, best place for you, load man. Go on, back in the fridge. thinking I burst into atheistic song to redress the balance after a load of nonsense from the six Evangelii babies. You may wonder why I'm so contemptuous for the theological persuasion. It's all to do with an unsuccessful court action I brought some time ago. Take wind immediately. And another. I'm not replete. More. Yes, don't stop. How is it for you? Hmm? Oh, oh Christ, no, not again. Oh, you animal. Oh, no. To the Department of Public Prosecutions, some ten years ago I was given a brochure published by the Church of England which claimed, and I quote, Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. In consequence, I have spent the last ten years being meek. However, I have so far inherited nothing and now wish to pursue legal action to claim my rightful share. I will be prepared to accept an out-of-court settlement of Frinton-on-Sea as a part of the earth. If I do not receive satisfaction, I shall be issuing a writ against the Father, Son and Holy Ghost. Yours sincerely, Mr... Silence! Silence in court! All rise for the case, Lewis Smith versus the Blessed Holy Trinity. The accused, do you swear by Almighty God... Almighty yourselves... Uh, I mean... Yeah, quite, now. I understand that the three accused are related by birth. It is so, Your Honour. Silence! Silence in court! Any further interruption from the Holy Ghost, and I will have you removed from the court. With permission, Your Honour, my client respectfully pleads that he cannot be excluded from this court for contempt on the grounds that he is omnipresent. Uh, very well, very well. Prosecution, please call your first witness. Hang on, my lord, I call the Archbishop of Canterbury. Call the Archbishop of Canterbury! You are, are you not, the Archbishop of Canterbury? I am indeed, my son. I put this to you. What is old and rusty and chained to Canterbury? Cathedral. Um, Terry Waits bicycle. Disgrace! 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 Dinner time. I suppose it's going to be foreign food again. I don't. Dinner time. I do not care much for foreign food, though my favourite restaurant used to be in Helsinki. The chef there was finished, though after 20 years in the job, he was fattish. I would like to thank Mrs. Katrina Ruby of Shoreditch for that joke. She wins a barren meal for two at a radiotherapy ward of her own choice. That aside, I decide to patronise my local Chinese restaurant. Hello, Mr. Lao Tzu. I'd like a portion of sweet and sour pork and make it lean, please. Uh, you're right. Talk left or right, you're not. What do you mean, do I want it to lean to the left or right? Uh, you're right. As well as running the wanking takeaway, Mr. Lao Tzu also fancies himself as an inscrutable Taoist philosopher and always provides sublime apogems and profound aperçu. Talk to me. Uh, I'll tell you something very funny, you're not. T- t- tell me something funny, yes. I'll tell you, you're not. i got a telephone box, you're not. You're going to a telephone box, yes. Uh, you'll set, I'll see flash where I'll charge you. There's a flashing sign and it says change given, yes. Uh, you're putting punk on your metal tumpy court, you're not. So you- 
so you put in a pound coin and make a 10p call, yes. Oh, you'll put down for your wait for a change. I says change given, you're not. And you put your phone down, Mr. Lao and wait oh. for your change, and a sign flashes up, oh. and it says no change given. That's absolutely true. Oh, you'll put a try to something else, you're not. You tell me something else. What, what, Mr. Lao Oh, every time you put your socks into a tumble dryer. Every time you put your socks into a tumble dryer, yes. Oh, you'll put your number in. I'll come odd number. You put an even number in, but an odd number comes out. That's absolutely true, Mr. Lao Once again, my cerebral matter is pulsating with your inscrutable oriental dialectic. Unfortunately, however, your food tastes like a mixture of thrice-regurgitated pig vomit. Your extra posh are chip, you know? Extra posh. Uh, and what are these? Ah, uh, bean shot. Bean shoots? Ah, uh, bean shot, you know? Okay, what they've been. What are they now? Go wah wah. Your other fuck, you pay for it! I'm crazed on monosodium glutamate, Mrs. Trippy. Hand me the phone, I'm gonna lash out. Lash! Lash! <laughs> Hello, I wonder if you could help me. Uh, I know one or two things about art, or at least I, I know what I like. <laughs> That's a good opening gambit, isn't it? Uh, I wonder if you could to put me onto the person who would know anything about paintings that aren't like photographs, but that have little nodules. Um, can I just Hello? Talk to you? I think you've got the wrong number. Oh, dear. We're a tour operator. <laughs> oh, well, you won't want to know about my nodules then, will you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't mind. <laughs> oh, dear. You do sound like a naughty lady. Uh, we must meet sometime. Mm. Okay. Thanks very much. Thanks then, darling. Okay. Bye bye. Ah, uh, hello. Um, let me make something quite clear, straight from the start, that I know what I like, uh, artistic-wise, and I'm sure you do too, because I understand you're the best place in the world uh, for art um, things. Is that right? Excellent. Then it looks like I've hit a bullseye. Could you put me uh, through to somebody who knows about... You know, not flat paintings, the ones that look like photographs, but the one that have, have little bumps and nodules coming out. I think they're called... The technical term is oil paintings. Old or modern, sir? I beg your pardon? Old or modern? I'm about 45. <laughs> but you, the painter. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, well, I suppose you'd call it modern. It looks a bit strange to me. Hold <laughs> on. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, I wonder if I could speak to somebody who has more than just a CSE. Uh, I've just found a, another um, place in London, a uh, place that what know all about paintings, yeah. and they were of absolutely no help to me at all. Uh, yeah. well, how can we help? You sound like my sort of person. You sound as if you've been educated. Um, the thing is that I've just been rummaging around my great-grandfather's loft. It's like one of those stories out of titbits, this. And amongst the old copies of Health and Efficiency magazine and, and some of the sort of women's clothing you used to keep up there, I, I found this old painting. Uh, it looks about sort of 70 years old. It's got a lot of dust on it. And I've got one in front of me that looks like a load of toot. Yeah. But I think it might be worth a bit of money. Right. Um, can, I, can I just describe it to you? Sure. It's got a name at the bottom. I can't quite see. How would I go about looking at the name? Oh, God. Is it very indistinct sign? It's, it's, it's signed, but it's at the bottom of the frame. Can I just... Hold on a second. I'll just rip out the painting. <laughs> I'm ripping out a bit of the painting now. Will it, it won't damage it, will it? Uh, well, if you... Well, I'm not... I'm, I'm just tearing it out. Um, that seems to be all right. right. It's like one of those... It says Pic, Picartis or something. Par Picardia, maybe? No, it's not Picardia. It's a sort of large P and I... It's, I'll tell you what, I'll describe the painting for you. Right. It's a woman playing the bagpipes with her son standing next to her, looked like playing the guitar, but it's all square, all square bits and blue bits. And yet, hold on, let me just... Hold on a second. <laughs> 
That's better. I can see the, the, the name completely now. So like pick. I can't read. Really, it's like Pikissi or something. It's got an O at the end. What? Not Picasso, do you think? Picasso. He's famous, isn't he? Very famous. Well, I, I, it could be that. It's just a squiggle. There's a large P and a squiggle at the end, and there's definitely an O. Yeah, because that's how he Well, uh, OK, let's not <laughs> get to it. I know, I know, I, my grandfather wouldn't leave a load of toot, and I know that he had quite a bit of money snatched away. Yeah. Well, that sounds rather intriguing. Um, mm. yeah, it does sound... Like. I've got some old back copies of Health and Efficiency magazine, too. Do you deal in that sort of stuff? No, not really. They're old, they're quite rare. They're about 1925. Um, Naked figurines jumping around willy-nilly. Really? Mm. Um, it's a sort of a blue painting. It's got all this sort of jutting out, all lots of little nodules. I think he must have been slightly eccentric, this bloke, when he painting this, because he's got all the ears in the wrong place, and the nose is coming out of the... <laughs> I'm looking at it now. The nose is actually coming out of the, um, out of the gentleman's bottom. Jake? No, I'm not. Uh, it does... <laughs> well, the thing is, it, you intrigue me, because mm -hmm. Castro did a lot of pictures. I, I mean, I don't know if you know anything about cubism. Is it a place where Fidel Castro, something like that? Uh, yeah, it's a bit before that, but... It's Fidel Castro, isn't it, cubism? Well, like, it's more like Braque and Leger and artists like that. Oh, yeah. But the thing is, Picasso um, juxtaposed the body very much, so you did find the toes were up on the nose and the thing was... He juxtaposed his body? Yeah, it's like he, he made bodies sort of... The, the, the various parts of them were all put in the wrong place, you see that? What, was he slightly sick or something? Uh, let's just say he was experimenting. Uh, if I take out the entire frame, there's a date on it. Is that... Hold on a second. Uh, Hold on a second, hold it, hold it. I need to tear out the last bit. There's a date. It says 1914 at the top of the frame. 1914. Well, I, I'd be actually very interested to see it. All right, then, dear. I'll pop it down. I'll come on the bus this afternoon. Okay. How much do you think it might be worth if it were something like this Piketty bloke? But, well, if it was the cafe, is it a drawing? Oh. No, it's got little nodgly bits, I told you. It's got a bit of nodules, all colours, nodules coming out of it. It's like... A... Is it oil? Or, um, it's sort of rather thicker type of paint? Yeah, it's the sort of thing. It's not crayon, no. It's thick, jutting, because I'm, touch I'm touching it now. I'm touching it with my fingers. It's very tactile. I'm touching it. Hmm? It feels hard and slightly bumpy. It does feel hard at the moment, yes. feels very hard. Um... It feels hard. OK, well... Hold on a second. Hold it, hold it. The dust that's coming from it, you wouldn't believe it. I'll bring it, I'll bring it along this afternoon. Is that the only one you've got? Or have you got millions of other things? Oh, there are a couple around like it. Because most of our stuff comes from boots. <laughs> well, you never know. The way you describe it, it sounds as if it could vaguely be Picasso, but don't raise your head. All right, well, how much money would it get? That's the most important thing. I'm not interested in the art. I want the cash. Uh, well, I mean, Picasso... Money. What, 25 quid, 30, 100? No, it's a lot more than that. If it's, if it's a genuine Picasso, if it's an oil painting, genuine Picasso, you could be in the sort of thousands. I beg your pardon, my darling? Thousands? Yes. Anyway, we'll see. What, what's your name? My name is Clint Hyper Hyper Watch Tick. Hyper Watch Tick. Hyper Watch Tick. Ah, oh, I like... It's it German. In 
interesting name. It's a German. We've got Germans in the family. I'll bring it along this afternoon. Right. Thanks, then. Bye-bye. BBC, <coughs> I beg your pardon, Radio 1. Well, that's all we appear to, <coughs> I beg your pardon, to have time for. Coming up, <coughs> the Greenwich Time Pips. Oh dear, I'm terribly sorry. There seem to be more pips than, <coughs> than usual. They must have been breeding. I left them alone in the studio overnight and they, they get very excitable under the lights. <coughs> I really must have them spayed. I'm so sorry about this, ladies and gentlemen. You know, it's terribly difficult. Uh, uh, that was Victor Lewis-Smith, written by Paul Sparks and Victor Lewis-Smith. We'd like to point out that all uh, characters appearing in this programme who are living, dead or imaginary are living, dead or imaginary. Uh, the programme was produced by uh, Victor Lewis-Smith, who also supplied the music of the voices, not because he's any good, but because he's uh, cheap. I seem to have a pip stuck under my upper plate. Oh, that's much, much better. Oh, that's better. What a lovely finish, and there'll be more from Victor next week with economy holidays, unusual phone calls, and a very special.